so I um I blew my nose before and um now my ears hurt. Huh. Wait, are we recording this? Yeah. Oh. I thought I'd try a different opening. Just oh. to go straight into straight into the banner. Sort of um it, it it's nice. You call me out on it. It's it's but, authentic. I mean, it was until you called me out on it. Ah. Yeah. I think we still need to tell them what they're listening to, because otherwise they might be confused. How do you mean? Oh, I, I suppose they might recognise our voices. Well, okay, listen, listen. What do you do when you download a podcast and you listen to it? Yeah, well, what if they've got an autoplay? Well, I guess, but still. Like, you, de- you, you, go, to, you go to your podcatcher or your iTunes or whatever, or, or even a site... And you, you, you choose the podcast that you want to listen to. Brothers in Time, let's do it. Great. You are. Oh, look at that. You're amazing. Great audience, best audience. But you, you've, you've chosen it. You've looked, you've looked at the words and read them with your eyes and, and understood your brain. And you've read, this is Brothers in Time. Yes, yes. You uh, follow me? Yes. Uh, and now you, you know what it is. And then you hit download. Or just stream. You could stream. If you're streaming. Hey, shout out to all the streamers. And then you listen to it. And you know what it is. Because you chose to play it. Huh. Hey guys, welcome to Brothers in Time. <laughs> this is a Doctor Who show where we, um... Don't discuss Doctor Who? No, it's, we just, we instead we just discuss the podcast medium. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, so uh, th- th- we're doing another one of our, um... Oh, what are they called? First Impressions. First Impressions. Do you know what our First Impression episodes? We've done two so far, um... And now we're on the third. Ooh. So this 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 week, big milestone. What? what, what? Okay, I'm, <laughs> I need to stop like questioning every single thing you say. Um, <laughs> this week we're gonna address Rosa. Yeah. Is the name of the episode. And the name of the character in the episode. That is true. But not it. Yeah, it's still a character, even though it's based on a real person. But yes, no, but the, the, yes, yes, it is a character in the story, and yes, mm. we're really not getting anywhere. <laughs> so, first historical for Jodie Whittaker, is it? Yeah, is it? What? He, he, okay, what case are you going to make? Oh well, just I'm sure that one day people will be writing down stories of like the the, the final great space Dakar rally. You know, I'm sure that's a great piece of. <laughs> Space history? Right, fine. First trip into the past. You sure? You know, um, Woman Who Fell to Earth was three weeks ago. <laughs> Look, at this point, I'd basically do the podcast just to, like, argue with you, so what, what did you expect? <laughs> God, say, say, say anything. So I thought this episode was quite good. I hated it. It was the worst. <laughs> and here's why. No, actually, it was very good. Like, I, I couldn't argue with that. It was very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so it's all about uh, a woman named Rosa Parks, the first black woman to drive a bus. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, um, I thought it was unusual that um, in the story, we never actually got to see her drive the bus. Yeah. Um. Um, this is a shit joke. No, it's, obviously it's about Rosa Parks who sat on the bus. Um, she took a stand by sitting down. I mean, 
Bus drivers sit on buses. Okay, Nathan, the joke's over. No, I couldn't go any further. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just pointing it out. <laughs> so, <laughs> dumb idiot podcast. Oh, stop listening to this dumb idiot podcast. It's not good for your health. It's not good for my health. He's doing my head in. Help me, please. I'm stuck in a podcast factory. Help me get me out. Uh, well, that's a nightmare idea. What? Stuck in a factory where, like, people's voices get synthesized into podcasts, and the only way you could communicate to the outside world is playing along as a new host. I. What? You're stuck in a podcast factory, and the only way you can communicate with the outside world yeah, is like the to license, get... Yeah, like the driver's license factory thing. Oh, okay. You don't know that? No. No, like, okay, there's someone there's a driver's license, and it says, help me, I'm stuck in a driver's license factory. That's a long... Dri- oh, driver's license, sorry, I thought you meant nothing. <laughs> no. I'm not smart. <laughs> and so, and so, like, it's, it's them trying to, like, like, get help. Yeah. You get, you get it? It was a reference to that. Okay. Why do I do this podcast with you? <laughs> oh, it's no good. It's no good. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was going to be okay for this week after nearly dying last time, but it's no good. <laughs> so this episode combined a bunch of stuff I like, like yep. uh, historical stories, okay. um, being mad at racists, yep. uh, public transport. Uh-huh. Um, Jodie Whittaker. Yep. Is this going anywhere? I'm running out of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's one thing we probably should address that, like, I thought the, um, the, the, the uh, one thing I really admire about the story is basically the, the chief, uh, adversary in this episode is racism. Yeah. And, um, before we go any further, I'm going to say, we are two white guys about to talk about racism. So, great assault. Just, yeah, but I, I, I basically thought it was pretty. So it just the point is, anything we say is it, it is inherently um, one sided. Yeah. Um, so yes, there are also um, white people in Australia, which separates us even further from this issue. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, this is an American issue. It, it's, uh, not to say there's no race yeah, in Australia. Yeah. There very much but is. The, Let but me the tell civil you. rights movement is. We had a different civil rights movement yeah. over here. Um, not un- not unconnected. A lot of uh, sort of shared ideas and stuff. But I mean, speaking of that, um, I'm actually covering the civil, the American civil rights movement in history. So in, in, in school, yeah, in yeah. school. Uh, so my Australian education is helping me understand a British program's interpretation of an American <laughs> issue. <laughs> yeah, I never actually studied the civil rights movement in um in, in high school. Mm. I yeah. think it's just year eleven history because you did year twelve. I never you? did history in year eleven. Yeah. But I just I remember one of my year eleven friends talking about. It. They said they didn't do it. Oh, they they didn't say that they did it. They didn't specifically say that to me. Like we never did the civil rights stuff. But the the point is the curriculum changes. I don't think it was on the mm. table. Okay. Um, yeah. But the the point is I'm not as knowledgeable about this. Um, but uh, not a bit. So yeah, like the name drop of Emmett Till, for example, was. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Oh, um, basically what they said in the episode. What? Um, no, I don't know who Emmett Till is. Oh, uh, he was a young African-American from the North. 
of America who he went was, down to Montgomery. And he was the one who got killed, yeah? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yes, yes, yes. So I forgot that that was his name, yes. Mm, sorry. Yeah, so that was a real person? Yes. Right, jeez. Fuck, that sucks. Mm. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, so um, also one thing I really admired about the handling of racism in this that I thought could have gone quite poorly is the fact that it, it's, it the whole episode is like, oh, how terrible racism was in the past, but they make a note of saying that it's not all fine today. Yeah, it's Because not it's done. absolutely not. There is still racism today and the fight still goes on. It's definitely better. Yeah. It's definitely a different fight these days. But it, it goes on. And and into the future too, which is a... Mm. a it's kind of a dour note when you think about it, that there's still some racist douchebag who's willing to, like, go and... Well, I'm not surprised. Yeah, but... It's hardly the utopian future depicted in Star Trek, is yeah. it? But yeah, so um, this isn't uh, just a podcast where we discuss the notions of race and racism. <laughs> um, this is also a podcast where we discuss... That would make the fact that we were white even more problematic. <laughs> well, you do realise, like... Yeah, I know. There's... Racism is, is, a, is a topic that white people need to talk about. Yeah, white yeah. People yeah. Are okay. intrinsically involved in it. Yeah. You know, they sort of... Um, you know, like what white people do need to talk about race. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um, I, 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 all right. Fair point. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we've got a Doctor Who episode, and it was as it, it's a very grim episode, just because they go around this town and two of, two of the two of the four main characters are just severely discriminated. And some of the, some points it was like tough to watch. It's like it's like yeah. fuck, that's, that's, that's awful. Um, but it was quite light as well at the time. Mm. I, I quite liked how they, they matched the, the comedy and the, 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 the darkness, which was... Yeah. Yeah, um, just like, is the doctor... Do- okay, here's the question. Is the doctor Banksy? Oof, that is a question. Uh, no, it's just I'm asking you, is the yeah, doctor Banksy? You've got, to, you've got to know right now. Like, you Give me a quick answer. Um, yes, I no, don't yes no. think the doctor has the patience to paint as well as Banksy does. You sure? No. Who needs think... patience when you have a time machine? <laughs> I guess. Because you can just speed up time. That's that's what. Yes. When you mean don't you mean slow down time? No speed. Okay. Okay. You localized the the, the, the time speeding. You have a time dilation field from the neck down, so your hands <laughs> go super fast, but your brain doesn't take that long to do that's it. That's not how it works. Sure it is. Why not? Because like. You don't have a hard barrier so, like, all the blood, like, bumps into the time wall. You have a continuous field. Yeah, but, like, how did the brain signals go there? And how do you stop yourself moving too far? You just and think really fast. I suppose the doctor can do that, but, oh. How does that help, though? Because <laughs> oh. you can do it faster. <laughs> oh. I don't think the doctor's actually that skilled an artist, either. Don't we see the Doctor paint something at some point? I swear we do. I swear this Doctor paints something at some point. Yeah, I don't think it was that great. I think it was, like, stupidly good. I can't remember. What was this? Oh, it was, like, in some old episode. Sounds like something the fourth Doctor did. Yeah, it was exactly that. Oh, I'm just... Oh, there's some there's some guy on Reddit out there, like, typing away his computer telling me what it is, and I don't have... I don't check Reddit, so... Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, mate. Um, uh, what is it? Nathan, what is it? Tell me what it is right uh, now. The, it's not City of Death. 
the, the Le- Leonardo painted the Mona Lisa in that one. Did he? Uh, or did the doctor like really do it? I mean, like writing this as a fake on the back of all the fake Mona Lisas is kind of Banksyist behavior. That is it? quite possibly the most Banksyist thing you could do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the doctor really is Banksy. <laughs> did, wait, does that mean that the Mona Lisa was like uh, sort of made by Banksy as well as Leonardo da Vinci? <laughs> no, it was just defaced by Banksy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah. Just imagining Banksy shredding the Mona Lisa. <laughs> and just like, all the security guards run over and it's just like, it's art! <laughs> and then yeah. disappears in a puff of smoke because if Banksy's a wizard, I guess. <laughs> I thought, I thought um, they were a time traveller. What? Like a time traveller wizard? I suppose we do know the Doctor is a wizard. Definitely a wizard. Uh, <laughs> how would Banksy do that without being recognised? I guess a mask. What, wait. Like, what do you mean, what? Like, shred the Mona Lisa. Yeah, well, the Mona Lisa's in the Louvre. Yeah, go back in time. Oh. And to when it's being framed and... Or when it was stolen. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Instead, and instead of shredder in the frame. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, did you hear about that guy who, um... Who, uh... That he owned, like, a Banksy, uh... Another painting. And he took to it with a Stanley knife. <laughs> yeah, to try to make it... To increase, the inval- to increase the value, like, it doesn't, it's not worth anything anymore. <laughs> it's so good. It's like he just fucked himself. When an artist does it, it's art. When you do it, it's idiocy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um... Maybe Banksy just needs, like, a shredded newspaper for their hamster catch. <laughs> That's why they keep shredding art. <laughs> So well, well, if the Doctor is Banksy, what else would they have? Uh, what other what other art would they have made? Has, has the Doctor made much art at all? Obviously, there's oh. a painting that obviously definitely did happen that I remember clearly and perfectly. But was there anything else? I mean, like, if we're talking Banksy-ish behaviour, Avia. Um, okay, well, okay. River did ro- deface the oldest cliff in the universe. I mean, ba- Banksy isn't about defacing stuff. You know that, right? Well, yeah, but like he that they put art on uh, stuff everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Hmm, what else has the Doctor done that's a bit like that? There aren't many Doctor Who stories featuring art, are there? No. Oh, there's there's the um. What's it called? What the what day of the Doctor? Yeah. Where there's all of the paintings. Did, did the Doctor make any of those paintings? Um, he went into one. Yeah, wasn't it... Did... And isn't that the most artistic thing you can do? <laughs> wasn't the implication art? was that the caretaker painted some of them? Yeah. You know, the, the fourth Doctor? I don't think that's the fourth Doctor. It's do- the fourth Doctor! So that's what he painted you remembered. No, it's not. <laughs> Go on. Ah. <laughs> uh. No, the caretaker is absolutely the fourth doctor. No, Stop it, saying it's not. The caretaker is the Nathan. Listen, the caretaker sub- is the fourth doctor because of BBC America. Okay, mm. Americans watch Doctor Who and saw Colin Baker a lot, and so they put Col- so <laughs> they saw <laughs> Tom Baker with that. <laughs> a lot, and so they put Tom Baker in in Day of the Doctor. Because they're reaching out to the American audience, so it's the fourth Doctor. It is. I do. So what now? Now you defend. This is a debate now. Oh, 
just before I do get into the debate, I do really want to see Colin Baker perform in Tom Baker's place now. Because I think that'd fight. be delightful. Defend. Come on, come with come your, your side. Well, clearly, we have established from Peter Capaldi uh-huh. and presumably Colin Baker uh-huh. that Time Lords are influenced subconsciously as to the form they regenerate into. Okay. Um, yes, because, so clearly, because like, the Peter doctor... Capaldi saw the guy in Fires Pompeii. Yes. And, and regenerate into him to set himself a reminder. Yes. And um, the fifth Doctor did run into someone who happened to look exactly like Colin Baker. Because the actor was playing... Yes. The actor Colin Baker was playing another role. Yes. Which we can presumably infer happened again then. There's a problem here with this. I'll get to you in a sec with my rebuttal. And um, so we can assume that one of the first three incarnations met up with the caretaker. No, not the... Um, met the caretaker. Not the caretaker. No, it's not the curator. What? Is that the caretaker? No, it's the curator. Oh, it is the curator. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Um, met up with the curator, or like at least saw them, and was like, "Ooh, mysterious person. I like being mysterious." Subconsciously, of course. Oh yeah, I say yeah. And yeah, so when they regenerated, they ended up looking like a younger version of the curator, or even the same age if they met the curator really young. There's a very big problem with this. What? Now. If you say that Time Lords subconsciously... Um, subconsciously. What? Subconsciously. Yes. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, I thought you said consciously. No, I said subconsciously. All right, all right. Just, what? Just, let me talk. <laughs> Time Lords subconsciously uh, uh, sort of register the, 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 the forms which they're going to regenerate into before they regenerate. Yeah. And so that would explain why all of the, all of the actors in Doctor Who... So that's why all the doctors look like British actors, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. There's a problem here. What? Because we know that Peter Capaldi uh, saw the guy in, in Pompeii. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's with the, the 12th Doctor. Saw the guy in Pompeii. We, I'm going to have to be very specific when I say yeah. the 12th Doctor, not Peter Capaldi, because we're talking about them two, two in relationship to each other. Okay, so the 12th Doctor. Sorry, well, the, the, uh, the 10th Doctor saw the guy in Pompeii. Remember that when, he, uh, when the 11th Doctor regenerated the 12th Doctor. Uh-huh. And so that's where the inspiration is from. Yes. So where does Peter Capaldi, the actor, stand in all this? And also, also, the guy in um uh ba, 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 the, the what's his name in in Children of Earth? Oh um what what is his name? Oh uh that's John Frobisher. John Frobisher. Where's where's John Frobisher fit into this? Not a penguin. It, it's vote one. John Frobisher. Not a penguin. He's okay. First off, he's not a, he's. Oh yeah, he's a civil servant. He's a civil servant. Yeah, you don't vote for those. Also, this penguin nonsense. Nobody gets that. You know that, right? All that the character from the comic books is a penguin. Nobody realised that. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's a there's a shape shifting. I just explained it. Okay. We're moving on. <laughs> okay. So, where does Kubita Powdy, the actor, and John Frobisher fit into this? Because they look exactly the same. Suspiciously the same, in fact. Well, there's a very simple answer to this. Hmm? Peter Capaldi is a Time Lord, and he met John Frobisher, mm. thus got the inspiration to become and look like Peter Capaldi. There's still more problems with this. Look like he does. There's still more problems with this. What about where Where does John Frobisher fit into this? He's Frobisher. The, the, the shape-shifting penguin who decided to look like the Twelfth Doctor. But, <laughs> but, remember, 
the Doctor would know if there are other Time Lords out there. Yeah. And there is another Time Lord out there. It's Peter Capaldi. (laughs) He's just like, on Earth, working for the BBC. Being excellent in the thick of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't resolve this, Nathan. I mean, there are Time Lords all about the place. Also, why does the Doctor keep turning... Why does the Doctor keep regenerating into British actors? Why is this the theme? Because he likes British television. Does he watch British television? Yeah, he makes Blue Peter references. Doesn't? Yeah. Okay, so the, now here's the thing. Now here's the really, really, really problematic part of all of this. Peter Capaldi, the Time Lord... <laughs> plays the role of the Doctor on the show Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying the Doctor Who exists in the Doctor Who universe? <laughs> I mean, okay, there is that bit in Remembrance of the Daleks. Yeah, boy. Where the TV comes on and it says, like, uh, the new British science fiction show Doc, and then, like, it cuts off. Yes. And it is in, like, 1963. And there's a strong implication of that's Doctor Who. Yeah, boy. But it, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a hard line. And, and say the it's Doctor not that has nonsense. broken the fourth wall in the past. When? In the um, Dark's Master Plan, where he goes and Fucking Merry Christmas did. to all he of you at home. He just turns to the camera and says, wishes the audience Merry Christmas, doesn't he? Yes. God, Doctor Who's in Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> what? <laughs> How do we resolve this? Um, fuck. So did Ryan kill a guy? He did, didn't he? What, did he? I mean, he sent him back real far in time. Just, like, presumably to get ate by a dinosaur or by Adric. Well, he's... Okay. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> he, he sent him back as far as the setting went. Yeah. So presumably that's some pre-Cambrian bullshit. Oh, dang. Uh, He's choking on those sulfuric mists. <laughs> yeah, or just like, or, or even just like uh, Dawn of the Universe sort of things, you know, like, mm. hey, look at all that hydrogen out there. You know, that evenly distributed hydrogen. Actually, I like the idea that maybe he can, maybe he did, like, manage to put a gas mask on, so he's just sitting around in the pre-Cambrian oh, with nothing no, to that's, do. Okay, I know what it is. There's certain models of the universe, like the, the beginning of the universe, that says that um, when, after the Big Bang happened, everything in the universe was hydrogen. And it's sort of evenly, dis- uh, evenly, evenly distributed. Oh no! And bro. and so the thing is, because it was so evenly distributed, there uh, needed to be a random factor which swooshed it about. Yeah, there, should, there needs to be like and pockets of like more gravity, a more mass. random factor. Well, not just him, but all of the all of the time traveling nonsense that sends people back to the dawn of the universe. Because like when Voyager did it, right? You or know, like um. Uh, in Star Trek, Terminus. Uh, yeah, that too. Wait, when did it happen in Voyager? When in the Q episode, when they go, when they go like the Q's hiding from the other Q's and stuff. And, oh yeah, yeah, and they're, they're hiding like a Christmas tree. Oh, great job, great job, best hiding place, Christmas tree. And then they hide <laughs> at the dawn of the universe. Well, nobody will ever think to look there. That's where they always go, every single goddamn time. Yeah, like hide in like a box, hide inside a hide inside a cargo bay on Voyager. Yeah. Oof. Get some recursion going. Wink out of existence. Just wink out of existence. That's like that time in Legopolis where the TARDIS is in the TARDIS and you're like, the frack? It wasn't, what? though, was it? Wasn't that the Master's TARDIS? 
Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, he just thought... That, that did happen in a second story, though. He thought like it was a little short. Yeah, it was a, the Matt Smith one. Yeah, and that was really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, did Ryan kill the guy? Because um, the interesting thing is, the he seemed to be using that time, t- uh, temporal displacement gun. Is that what it was called? I think it was called. Yeah. Um, was that what it was called? Um, time move gun. He was using yeah. the time move gun because I think the implication was using that gun because he didn't act, he didn't directly kill people. Yeah. So he could use it. He could actually like get people out of the way. Um, which begs the question: Why not just shoot Rosa Parks? Because he had the thing in his head, which stopped him from hurting anyone. Doesn't hurt her. Oh, um... Yeah, see? But the thing is, if it isn't... Um... If it isn't harmless... And the Doctor calls her deadly a couple of times... Mm. Ryan just killed a guy. No, I, I mean, he was a very bad person. But still. No, I like the idea of the Grease extra racist just sitting on a rock in the Devonian period <laughs> with nothing to do. I mean, you say he's from Grease, like... I didn't notice he seems... He seems very slight. 1960s as opposed to 1950s. Yeah. Which I kind of like the idea that he just, like... He just found a time machine and he's gone back a, back a decade. No, no, he's just, like... he he Before he left, he, like, dressed up with the appropriate fashion, but he fucked up a bit and got it about a decade out. <laughs> Actually, no, I like the idea that he he was didn't quite get his dates right, so he, like, arrived in 1965, and he's like, ah, oh, shoot. And then he'd actually got the proper records, because that'd be in the newspapers. And then he went back, but he'd already been there for a while. Except he ended up in 1985 (laughs) uh, for a while. And then ended up in, like, 1885. And went to the Under the Sea bat e dance Yeah, went to the Under the Sea, sea, Fish Under the Sea dance, that's the one. Yeah. Um, And ended up making sure his parents got married. I mean, his great, 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 great grandparents. Yeah. Who, uh, unfortunately for him, weren't total racists, and he was a bit disappointed. In yeah, yeah, disappointed. Uh, <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> and then the clock, and then the lightning struck the clock tower. Yeah. Are, we, are you saying that this racist guy is mighty big fly? Is that what you're trying to imply? Uh, um, are you saying mighty big fly is like a massive racist from the future who like committed like war crimes? What was war crimes? Just no, just mass murder. Yeah. Yeah. Completely different. Marty McFly, mass murderer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Wait, does Marty McFly ever kill anyone? Um, I feel, doesn't he like throw someone off a train at one point? No, that's made up. That's made up. <laughs> Never mind. Um, does he? No, I don't think he does. No, okay, that's nice. Biff kills someone. No, the other one, the the, the past Biff. Yeah, yeah. Past Biff killed a bunch of people. Yeah, Mad Dog. Man, don't call me that mad dog. Yeah, that was absolutely his voice. Mm. Uh, Back to the Future Three was great. Oh, it's my favorite Back to the Future film. Don't at me. (laughs) I like it because it has more action. Don't at me. And stop it. More trains. Don't. I see you going for your keyboard. Don't. Don't do it. Don't. Don't. Fuck. They did it. Wow. I can't stop us talking about how cool that time travel train is. Yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> there was an episode called Rosa, which was um, a thing that happened. Mm. Remember that? Yeah, we we watched it just before. Yeah, the ending was oh the asteroid. Oh, um, I was thinking more of the bus scene, but yeah, we can talk about the asteroid. Well, it's, I think it's a real asteroid. Yeah. I meant to, I meant to research and find out about it. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. Did you? Nope. <laughs> oh well, go look at the sky. I guess see if you can spot it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that's one of those asteroids that, like, might hit us and, like, wipe us all out. Wait, Rosa Parks is responsible for the destruction of all life on Earth. Well, not, not, not yet. Because <laughs> no, there are a few asteroids out there that, like, maybe are coming our way. It's hard to say. Oh, but Kai, that's so good. <laughs> Just, like, in the future. And then Rosa Parks wiped out all life on no, Earth. No, no, no. Uh, no but, like, uh, whatever. You, you're talking about the, the bit on the bus where the doctor can't, can't help. Yeah, and that's, like, really... Some good pathos there. Hmm. And yeah. just, like, the Doctor having to sit there and not become a part of this. And yeah. Let things play out. And you get some good, just, um, purely... I, I don't, I, there's a better word than face-driven. <laughs> there's the face-acting. Face-acting. Acting of Jody the face. <laughs> um, there's, I'm sure there's a term. I'm not an actor. I never did acting school. <laughs> Is that what that's uh, called? I think th- it is, actually. My theatre studies teacher is going to kill me if she ever cared about this podcast, does which your, she won't. Does your theatre studies teacher listen to this podcast? No. <laughs> Doesn't she watch Doctor Who? No. Are you sure? No, she made a comment about it, so yeah. Oh, what did how... she say? Oh, it's just like, I don't know about Doctor Who. I remember... Because I, we had the same theatre studies teacher when, yeah. I, when I was in high school. I went to the high school. I feel like she said like something about David Tennant and how hot he was. So, D- mate, I mean, he wasn't Harry Potter. Yeah, but he wasn't hot in Harry Potter. He was being all weird and creepy. <laughs> you saw that movie, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. He's no good. He's seen other things. He's no good in Harry Potter. What? He, he did the part pretty well. No, he's, you know, he's, he's an amazing <laughs> part, but he's like, he's, he is so, he's like a lizard. I mean, I think he was kind of wasted in that, in that, because like half the time he's just disguised as Mad-Eyed Moody, yeah, you he's know? Just somebody else. He's, like, so good, though, and yeah. threatening, but he's only in, like, two scenes. Mm. It's really disappointing. Yeah, no, I guess so, but, uh... And, uh, we, we get some other good pathos when they're remembering, um, Ryan's, uh, Nan. Yeah. And how... Uh, Grace. Um, Grace. And how she would have, like, loved to be there, and it's some nice, uh, remembering again. Mm. And how about how that sort of drives them on and isn't a weakness and there's all lots of good themes in there. Yeah, yeah. No, one thing I liked about this, this episode is sort of the whole the whole notion of just like fighting passively. Which is a very Doctor Who thing. Just the Doctor uh, fights the bad guys not by using guns and bullets but by using uh, you know, like just does what the Doctor does does something clever at the last second. Mm-hmm. This whole episode revolves around that. Yeah. Because the Doctor and friends won't. And uh, the villain, uh, what's what's his name? Crash Crash Co. Ah, uh, shish. Crash Star. Crash. Crash Bandicoot. Bandicoot man. He um, <laughs> he can't. Evil fifties extra. Yeah. Uh, they won't. He can't. And um, Grease extra. Whatever. So <laughs> they just have to. Uh, it it honestly feels a bit like Back to the Future. Um, yeah. The second one lose or. But yeah, they're just 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 sort of, uh, just doing things. You know, like like. Uh, it, it, it's 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 very much at the core of Doctor Who, and also the civil rights movement. Mm. You know, it's it's that sort of uh, sort of fighting, but not with violence. Yes. Um, not to say that the civil rights movement never had riots and stuff like that happened mm. occasionally, but it wasn't supposed to. Yeah. Um, well, but at least the king. 
Because there's the whole business with Malcolm X and his advocating of the use of violence. And yes, I'm definitely studying the civil yeah, rights. Yeah, no, you, you know more about it than me. Yes, actually, like, I, so, so some people are advocating violence and people like Martin Luther King weren't. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. But certainly this group were yeah. advocating the use of non See, I could tell you all about the Mahatma Gandhi and all that, but I couldn't tell you about the civil rights movement. Well, that's interesting, because they are connected. Cause, um, well, yeah, I realise they are. Martin Luther King cites uh, Gandhi as his main inspiration yep. for his use of non-violent protest. Yeah, no, um, it's sort of reusing the same sort of uh, ideas and things, like sort of tactics. Because, mm. um, and Gandhi himself um, got... Uh, some of his ideas from the French Revolution. Not all of the head-cutting off parts, <laughs> but just sort of like uh, some, of the, uh, some of the main themes. And the French Revolution was inspired by the Doctor, and the Doctor was inspired by Banks. You, you it's all connect. I mean, if you if you want to go back even further, you do it. It's like the French Revolution was largely inspired by the American War of Independence. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And the American War of Independence, they based a lot of their ideas on the Roman Republic. Ooh. Oh, oh! Look at that! And the Roman Republic based their like form of democracy largely on the Greeks. The Greeks. And I don't know where I'm going with this. I mean, like if you'd stopped at America, you could have tied it back to how they became the problem during the civil rights movement. Uh, I, what? And you could well, like they laid down all the segregationist legislation and stuff. Uh, well, no, it, was, it wasn't segregation at the time. It was pure slavery. Well, and then it was not slavery, and then it was segregation. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> the segregation was supposed to be the fix, but it was not. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Where are we going with this? I don't think I mean, I, I just I just got a history about sort of like people's inspirations in Afro history, and now we're here. Yeah. Oh, we're a little in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we should probably talk more about the Afro Doctor episode, but we won't. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I really did enjoy this. I think it's my favourite episode of this season so far. Yeah? Yeah. It's, it's I mean, I, I'm kind of liking each one more and more. And next week, um, you saw the next time trailer, man. It's, it's yeah. spiders. Yeah. What city do you think it is? Because uh, this is... This is I, was talking, I was talking to our, our mum about this beforehand. Um, just, just discussing, like, because um, in, the, in the trailer, they say... Um, Something has happened to the spiders in this city. I forget who it was. I think it was, um... Was it, uh... Was it Yaz who said it? I think it might have been Yaz's mum. Uh, maybe. Regardless, it's sort of... The fact that she says in this city implies that it's sort of... It's not the sort of thing you say about your home city. Mm-hmm. So, um... And we can... Can we assume that Yaz's mum lives in Sheffield? Ooh. So do you think it's going to be... No, it's... You know, we know the episode was called Arachnids in the UK. Arachnids okay. of the UK. Which one is it? I'm not sure. Damn. Okay. Um, so it's in the UK. Probably. Uh, but uh, what? What do you reckon? Uh, I reckon... I think... Okay. Okay. So they're going to take spiders from the UK... Uh-huh. And bring them over to New York. Right. But they're radioactive because Britain is full of radiation. Why? And then one of them so, no, 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 is no, going to no, fight. No, no, I have to stop you there. <laughs> I really do. Brinda's full of radiation? Yeah, like temporal shiz. Temporal radiation. Yeah. Like... So it's only temporary radiation. No, no. And like... it won't be around for very long. 
Yeah, it's only around long enough to radioactify these spiders. Okay, fine. Whatever. What, fucking hell, whatever. Okay. And it's Spider-Man, I get it. It's yeah. Insomniac Spider-Man, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because because this is the big game that came out. Everyone's talking about Spider-Man again. Yeah. Yeah. And J. Jonah Jameson is going to be the villain of the episode. Oh, okay. It's going to be great. I'm going to say Glasgow. Okay. Because there, there were clouds. And dark. <laughs> It's Britain, guy. Yeah, but I hear Glasgow's even more cloudy. Yeah. I don't know, I've never been there. <laughs> I just like the idea of... I'll ask you as later. Mm. Yeah. Spider Doctor. It's gonna be great. Wait, what? <laughs> I thought Peter Parker was one getting bit. Nah, boy. Like, last second. Uh, the Doctor's like, oh, cute, a spider. Ah! I mean, you talk about, like, stories in New York. Stories in New York are never going to be the same anymore because the ghost is there. How do you deal with that? Yeah. You know, just like, just, oh, no, there's aliens in New York. <laughs> Wait, but the thing is, the ghost became the ghost when he was a kid, yeah? Yeah. That was, like, 20 years ago or so. Because he's, like, a young adult now. He's, like, maybe late 20s, 30s. Yeah. Maybe mid-30s. It's hard to say. Um, so he's been flying about. Well, why didn't he... What, what was he doing with all the angels running about? Maybe. He's he can got... hear them. They, there's like stone things moving about. Maybe what? he's going to get touched by an angel and sent back in time to the 40s to inspire the idea of Superman, which will then inspire him What's to he... get those powers. Superman was written before then, yeah? But like, okay, 30s or 20s or whatever. I don't, but Superman go back now? to inspire Superman, which will then end up inspiring him to wish for those powers. And then it'll get touched by an angel and sent back in time and inspire Superman. And then <laughs> yeah, but that's fine. That's all fine. But he's still there. Okay, wait. Can the ghost fight the angels? Uh, how would he do that? Punching them really hard. Yeah, but when you touch them, you go back in time. No, 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 no. When they touch you, you go back in time. When you touch them, they're made of stone. Ooh. Right? Does anyone touch them? I think so. I don't think they do. I think so. I think you just if the, it, it, I think it's just if you touch the new the go ghost back. wears gloves. Oh yeah, yeah. He'll be he'll be fine. What's his what this what's his suit made of? Where did he get the suit? Mm. The suit that can like withstand reentry. Yeah, and also like bullets. Yeah, because like he can be bulletproof, but his suit's not. He goes into a fire, comes out naked. What does that look like? Ugh. You know that, that's hardly a good look for a superhero. Maybe I mean, Wolverine's he, doing it all the time. Maybe but. he has the um, power of turning his skin into a super suit. I guess. I mean, that, yeah. He just like oh. develops all of Superman's did, powers, did you, including did you hear miraculous about a, costume. Develop. About a month ago, in the comic books, we see Batman's dick. <laughs> really, we're bringing this up. Did, did you hear about that? Yes, I heard about that's that. That's just that is not that's wild. How does that happen? This is comic <laughs> books. What? <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm aghast. I think it's, I think it's fine, but I just, I would never believe it would happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not. I'm more, I'm less surprised that it happened, and more surprised that DC didn't think it was going to be a big thing when it did happen. Did they not? Were they surprised with the result? I think that's what people have been saying. What? What do you? It's Batman. <laughs> God, come look right as. I think we're far enough from the point that we can find one thread of the needle back through into the episode and seal up this mess. 
I'm sure when we do that, it'll be just as good as that analogy was. <laughs> so, um, if you have anything else to say about Rosa, anything at all. Um, it's one letter off the first episode of the new series, so that's interesting. I just love the fact that the Doctor uh, wins the day with raffle tickets, basically. <laughs> it's it's quite possibly the most Doctory thing to do. Yeah. Raffle tickets and a torn coat. Yeah. Just yeah. Wait on MacGyver your way out of this situation. Well, not even. MacGyver never won with raffle tickets. <laughs> MacGyver blew stuff up with chemicals. MacGyver's one step down from, like, using a gun. He's, like, he's like putting people in hospital because, like, he hit them really hard. I mean, if you think about it, MacGyver's, like, making homemade explosives. Is MacGyver a terrorist? No. Okay. Well, no, because terrorism, um, terrorism isn't just, like, an act of violence. It's yeah, an act okay. of violence uh, yeah, a specific okay. uh, It's a very specific definition. Yeah, okay. And MacGyver's not doing it. But still... When he goes over to Russia and sort of attacks people, maybe And then, makes homemade bombs. Yeah, maybe then... But when he's on, uh, I don't know. I th- no, to be fair, when he's in Russia, he's usually like helping the everyday person and attacking like communists. So, yeah, yeah, dirty commies. Uh, it, uh yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I think yeah, as you said, we're we're so far off the topic. I think we're gonna wrap it up there. We'll see you all uh, next week. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, there are links in the description for both the show's Twitter and my Twitter. Um, I could say what they are, but I forget. Um, and this bloke here, Nathan, doesn't do Twitter. So if you want to get doesn't any contact, do any if... podcasts either. You do one. Well, okay. Well, you were going to bring up podcasts in a second. Now we've halted and ground back yeah. to a halt. But um, if you want to get in contact with him, you can't. I mean, you could you could like tell me something and I'll pass it on. But or you know, put your message in a bottle and eventually you'll find me. Why would you assume that? Because I'm magic. Go and cast a spell. See, listeners? Well, you don't see, but if you were here, you'd know that there's all these bunnies around. The, I, I just made bunnies appear. Yes. Believe me, listeners. It was something to say. I'm, I'm feeding one some lettuce now. It's great. I do some other podcasts. Um, they're called, uh, one of them's called, um, Between Scorch and Shade. It's a and d actual play podcast in which we actually play D&D. Uh, it's got some heavy sci-fi themes and people go off to explore other planets, but it's also just, like, a bunch of medieval-style adventurers. It's good. Um, they get boats and they boats fly. Uh, and, um, um, occasionally on another podcast called Critcher. Which is also D&D, D&D adjacent, Dungeons and Dragons, all that good, good role playing game goodness. And in the, in in Crit Chat, uh, uh, we we poof we uh poof we talk about D&D. Yeah, it's a, it's it's an advice show for DMs. Uh, sans advice. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm not in every episode. I'm in a fair amount, and you should listen to the ones I'm in twice, and listen to all the others once or twice. Well, three times. Almost the ones I'm in three times. And listen to the other ones twice. Yes. yes. Always yours at least one more time than the others. Yes. Um, or not. Don't listen to it. If you don't want it. Not everybody listen, but like, likes D&D. But like, give D&D a go. It's great fun. Um, uh, it seems intimidating, but the rules like um, the rules don't matter. I mean, they matter, but like not as much as you'd expect. Um, just, find, just, just, just find somebody who's like a, a good DM. 
Or if you don't know anybody who's a, a who wants to be a dungeon master, pick up the starter um, starter set. That's it's a great introduction thing that I never actually used. So, but I hear it's great. Um, hey Nathan, do you want to turn this into a D and D advice podcast? Ah, uh, well, uh, does this mean at some point we have to revisit Doctor Who in D and D? No, or okay, we could. we're just we going, can, we're we're just going straight to D and D. Yeah, well, what, 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 you, you, have you, you've dungeon mastered a little bit. Like, what would your advice be? Um, get someone more qualified than me. Qualified, but better at it. <laughs> he did all right, I think. Yeah. Okay. The second time, the first time was a fiasco. Yeah. Um, anyway, I I think we should wrap up before we go further off the rails. I'm alright. I'm on the rails. Mm. <laughs> but if we become just D and D, I won't get to talk about spiders next week. I think D and D has spiders. You know that, right? Oh. Yeah. And no, no, that's okay. Yeah, giant spiders. They're like a monster. Yeah, but they don't have spiders in London, boy. Or not. You can play a D&D game set in London. There's nothing that's stopping you from doing that. Oh. Oh. This has got some serious stuff for us to consider. In fact, I've been been considering, like, doing, like, a... Maybe, like, Victorian sort of era sort of, like, short campaign or something. Like, that'd be kind of fun. Alright. You know? The Queen and Country. Mm. But too far, Kai. (laughs) Too far. No, we're... (laughs) This is just right. This is... This is exactly the content I wanted when I started this um, this Doctor Who podcast. <coughs> yes. We've gone too far off the rails in this bus-driven story. Aha, uh-huh, I get it. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. See you later, guys. Oh, I don't want to go.